check, check, check. Yeah. One, two. Mike. Any <laughs> Michaels in the room? <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Got my man Phil Marquez in the building. Hey. How you doing? Not too bad. Dude. I said your name correct, yeah? Yes. That's yes. what's up. Yeah. Multi-talented creative. Yep. Or at least I tried I tried to be. It's... <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, man. You just dropped an album. We'll get into it for sure, for sure. How long has it been since we chopped it up? Uh, I think I, uh, the original release came out uh, back in March, and then I uh, just put out the deluxe version, which is um, the a month ago. Uh, and the CDs just came in like literally like two weeks ago. Amazing. How long did the process take you? When did you start? Uh, so that, it, it's interesting because that, like, like it just came out of nowhere. Um, like it, it kind of started as a songwriting challenge for myself, uh, because I was working on a separate album, which you're helping out with. Yep. Um, and, and I kind of like just, I, I kind of went through like a different like writing strategy where normally I would like. I'll just, if I have like an idea for like a guitar riff and all that, I literally just record like that. So right. I don't forget. Whereas this record, I, um, I challenged myself to like, like dedicate my time to write one song a week. And I did that for six weeks. Wow. Um, wow. Incredible. Yeah. But the, the whole process alone from started writing. And then once I made the announcement, probably like eight months. Impressive. No. So song a week for eight weeks we got we got 10 tracks total yep so it's the seven original songs uh from the original release plus a bonus song and two original demo versions nice. of two of the songs did you have any collaborators on this uh no i did uh only with the um, the mixing and the like the post-production stuff everything else like i just um that I did on my own. I produced and engineered everything, especially I thought of doing the feature thing, but I'm like, I don't know. I, th I felt like, especially if it's your first release, it kind of, kind of like defeat the whole purpose. So, yep. I get that for sure. Uh, did you do the artwork as well? Um, the picture. Yeah. I shot that myself. And then, um, I commissioned, um, this artist named, uh, Tullius Hoyer, uh, who, from Brazil. Wow. Uh, he's, um, He's worked with like a um, smaller. Um, there we go. He, uh, he's worked with like a smaller um, like bands from Europe, um, but he's also worked with a few content creators from like um, from the states, like Rob Longden or um, uh, Rico the Subliminal, uh, Cole Roland, uh, just to name a few. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah. So I did the everything like most of it from home, and then I uh, that that record was mixed by nick amazing who, who, shout out nick yeah nick outroom and then uh was mastered by this guy zach gerber who um he works with walk off the earth as one of their sound techs and he also runs his own studio called skytrack in cambridge so that was pretty much my uh the the, the extra hands as far as like the post the post stuff totally that's amazing yeah. um Another question that I wanted to ask was home away from home. What, what kind of, what was the thought process behind that? Um, it was definitely a lot of, uh, 
uh, emotions going through like the um, definitely during the, the writing process of, you know, especially, you know, how everybody like uh, the last few years has been like, um, everyone's like, like mental health was like insane for everyone, mine, including my own. And, um, and especially cause like, like this one's particular, I, I'll get it straight. This is not like a quarantine record per se, but like, um, it's definitely part of it for sure. But it's more along the lines of like, like all the emotions I was going through during that time. And like, you know, dealing with personal stress and, and, uh, and all that. And like, it was, yeah. So like, kind of like home away from home, kind of like make the most sense of like being like, like, I don't like being at home all the time, you know, right. like, and and then that, that's kind of like a message for everyone as well. You know, like you kind of like, like everyone has that, their own like personal spot where they could just get away, to, get away to where it's like, it could be their studio. It could be like, like the gym or it could be like, like, I, I, I enjoy a lot of hiking. So that's kind of like my, uh, like kind of my own getaway. So like, yeah. So like home away from home kind of like just made the most sense as like the title. I love it. I love it. Uh, quick detour real quick. Uh, you got any favorite hiking trails? Uh, there's a few. Um, um, Huron uh, is always a nice spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Schneider Flats in Woolwich is also really nice. Um, and then when I was younger, my family and I used to go to the, uh, this spot uh, called Owenda, uh, which is like, like near... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get this wrong. It's like near Georgian Bay area, uh, but like, like the trail alone is like it's long, but once you get to the beach area, is like worth it because like it's like it's just clear water. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so physical copies, do, are you selling these? Did you only do like a limited amount? Yeah, it's a it's a limited amount. You can purchase them at at filmmarkets.bigcartel.com if you want a, a copy. Um, but yeah, it's just a. Yeah, it's just a limited run just because, like, um, you know, I've, like, I don't know, at least for the first record, I want, I, I always kind of wanted to, like, like, for, I don't know if it's legacy reasons, I always wanted to have, like, a physical, like, representation. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Um, vocals on this? You did some vocals on it? It's all instrumental. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like it. Drums, guitar, yeah, that was all you, eh? Yeah, all wow. programmed and uh, like including some orchestral stuff, which like I want, I wanted to try and get better at, but you know, it's a, it's a new chapter, I guess. Yeah. Any possibility of performing this one day? Um, it's funny you say that. Um, that I don't know if I would ever do the full, like the full on like band stuff, like like a full on performance thing. Um, but I have uh, "Road to Bliss," which is the last song on the record. Um, I have done. A, I've secretly played a couple open mics. Nice. At the, yeah, so nice. Yeah. Um, when we first linked up, almost three years, four years ago at this point. Yeah, maybe longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were doing videography. Yeah. You still doing videography? Yeah, well, I'm I'm not doing it as like a business anymore. But like, if I have like returning clients or like friends that need like an extra hand and or like with their video projects and stuff, for sure I'll help them out. Cool. But um, cool. 
Yeah, and that was actually a, like a conversation I had with Nick and Melvin, like with like like when we were like doing the it was the last day of drums, and like we had like all of our like interest for like business ventures we wanted to do is now kind of like the back burner. Like I had my, I have my video stuff. Nick had his recording studio, and Melvin printed merch. Mm. So now it's like 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 we'll, we're still kind of like pursuing that, but like just kind of like on like a lower scale yeah yeah i feel you um are you guys still collaborating now that this is out got another project kind of lined up yeah like uh it's been like yeah like i said it's been it's been taking longer than um than i expected um of you know all the like so many delays and and all that but yeah like it's gonna get done like once like like i have like like half the record done so nice. Yeah. nice um but all the instrumentals are are fully done i have like since then like retracked a couple of the songs on guitar since i did get like new gear nice. and all that and right and I, and man and especially like i have i've gotten like like new pickups and all that and like kind of just it kind of makes sense to kind of like 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 retract some of retract some of the songs with like the new gear and and i don't know and it like and but the new strings and i don't know i felt like i think at one point i had like more microphones than i had guitars <laughs> which is kind of sad because i'm not a singer and all that yeah, yeah yeah sometimes you just fall in love with the sound or yeah you know but then like would you say like this is where you're probably most comfortable and now that you've got some new gear you feel like experimental now D definitely for sure and especially like um the guitar i have now which is like a, a baritone um six string uh it will it definitely like makes sense for like this type of song if i'm like experimenting with like lower tunings um as opposed to like say i were to get a seven string or an eight string like like I could just play whatever's comfortable, but still like I could still tune low. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. Um, let's go into the the idea real quick of doing it a song a week. Um, sure. You know, like the idea of staying in a zone or doing it on a regular basis or, or like even just setting the goal. Do you want to talk about kind of the the journey of that and kind of what you got out of that? Yeah. Um, of course, you got the album, right? Yeah, but. it's it's yeah, it's done. But like, yeah, like for like like future projects, I'm I'm not entirely sure. But um, that process, it was it was definitely like it was definitely therapeutic for me, just because it was like a it was like a, a like these songs were kind of like I needed to write and get it out of there but like the whole process itself like like i'll start with like like the week itself I'll, i like only focus on that song and like whatever it is and then the next week i work on the next and so forth respire which is the first one i kind of like wrote in like in like 15 like 20 minutes because it's like a minute long and like like introduction and then like quickly just moved on to what would later become breakout and then so forth. So literally that track list was like the exact order that I wrote the initial demos. Wow. And nice. then like once I had like 
the initial track list like set, um, I would go ahead and go back and either some things I tweak, some things I'll like uh, rearrange. Um, and then there's like a couple songs that I'll like, I'll just leave it as is and I just retract the guitars. Yeah. Um, but um, any you ex experience any writer's block? I don't know if you ever do, but of course, being a song a week, there's a little bit of pressure in there too. Yeah, there's yeah multiple times, um, especially with like um, various different like, um, like various projects and such. I like because I, I I don't like I don't want to write a bunch of bullshit if it didn't if it doesn't like make sense. Right. Like I want to like have like at least the instrumentation to hen, um, especially like the record alone to kind of have like a cohesive like following and like kind of yeah like it should it it's not like um my it's one of those like records that you know, listen to start from finish but it's like still like i wanted to like kind of like have the nice flow but and like it's a definitely a different journey like along along the ride like if you like if you take a song like like silent curse for example it's like a, a heavy, like darker sounding song. And like, cause of like dealing with all the frustration and um, like, like it's like angry song. And then you take a song like road to bliss, for example, where it's like, uh, it's like the acoustic sounding, like, like it's one of those songs where you just like, okay, you just want to relax. It's calm. And it's like a very like, um, like, a nice like 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 I've I've sent this to like a live stream um this uh this producer uh Glenn Fricker like he like reviews like you submit like either your song or your mix and he'll like critique on like what needs to to get done and like like this guy is pretty much like the Gordon Ramsay of nice. audio okay. um like like if you watch like his mixing tutorials he'll like, like He'll like yell like he like he shits on like bass players like nonstop, um, but no he like he liked the acoustic song more than like my like one of like the metal songs but yeah because his like one of his compliments is like he, like it should be like the ending of like a movie ah it sends it home <laughs> yeah it home. definitely yeah yeah it completes the journey yeah I like that that's really interesting hearing that and then going and listen to the album with that in mind it's gonna be like okay yeah you can kind of you know get in, get into the mind mindset of making an album did you so you set that goal initially you're like i'm gonna do a song a week for yeah two months pretty much yeah and that's the album yeah and Amazing. then yeah and then funny enough was like with beatitude i like i think I had just got a new plugin, uh, like a guitar plugin um, from Neural, and like I was experimenting, and that song came out as an accident as well. And like, like I literally wrote like the demo right when I sent the the the, the record for distribution. Oh and, wow! Yeah, so it was like I knew it was like okay that and like that like would like make sense to like like say if you like put it at the end of like a movie and like like the credits go on and all that. Right. Um, I love it. And now we got a deluxe version. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, favorite song? Got one? Um, I don't know. Silent Curse is definitely like 
like the most like 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 fun to play like like and also like i like i do that opening riff all the time for like warm-ups and and practice and and such and my my video team uh ben and savon they were like they um those two they were the first people to listen to the original demos uh, front to back and i gave them to i gave them the hard task i was like all right pick one song to do a video for uh to direct and they had ideas for all of them so it was definitely <laughs> hard on them but they landed with silent curse and they like had all these ideas like for like lighting designs and and such and like and what they got from the track and so yeah i yeah, that's a song I, I like and zero hour is also a fun one because it's like a kind of a mix of the heavy and the light nice yeah um is there a video in the process for silent curse uh there is a music video and there was um and we did shoot some behind the scenes stuff, but it's not out yet. Um, nice. And we filmed it like, like, in like February or March of last year, and and I think I edited that in like four days before the the album dropped. Nice. <laughs> Man, this is dope. If you haven't check it out, Phil Marquez, "Home Away from Home," video is out for Silent Curse. Go check that out. It's on YouTube. This is available everywhere. Um, philmarquez.bigcartel.com yeah you can go purchase the physical copy and it's streaming everywhere man this is dope um what was i gonna ask next uh oh we were talking about the 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 struggle with like like the video stuff and the and like the frame rates and all that like beforehand <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to get back on to uh, doing the video podcast. You know, it doesn't really need to be explained. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I had trouble with the frame rates just kind of lining up because it was a little bit of drag. Yeah, I had a very similar because I tried getting into like the Twitch streaming or or the YouTube streaming just for like uh, for warm ups and practice as well. And then I like was I tried doing the Twitch thing um, as like the 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 listening party I guess you call it and the audio is good the the audio was great the video I had delays like like five ten minutes in like uh, like frame rates kept dropping I was just OBS and YouTube or Twitch was like just like just couldn't get along is that that was the problem eh? yeah damn damn so you've worked with obs a little bit yeah like i'm i'm still trying to get back into it and like and try to experiment but yeah yeah everybody's saying that's the program to use if you want to get into streaming you know eventually we would like to do say like reaction videos no yeah and just do that live yeah just capture it all yeah, there's yeah, there's other options as well, but like yeah, OBS would like uh there I I think there's a program called Restream where you can you can stream multiple platforms and such. So I looked into that, but they they had they were asking me to pay like 50 bucks a month just to use my own graphics. Damn. And I'm like what? I'm like yeah, I'm like no, this is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um those programs, I imagine, 
just uh, bogs down your computer like crazy, eh? Oh, yeah. Especially because my, like, my computer's, like, 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm, like, like, and it's still working for me fine. Like, like I don't... And like that's why I'm like haven't got around to getting like a new laptop or a computer or anything like that. It's just I could work with what I have. Yep. But I've had those issues where I'm like, if I don't have like the newest software, um, or like I'll have like the new plugins, but it won't work with like the newest like software. It just like <laughs> it, it's it, it's it gets a pain in my ass. And I've had my my hard drive like 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 crash and all that. And I had to had to downgrade like the either whatever was on Sierra on Mac at the time and just leave it at that. Cause if I upgrade it, like I'm going to have like similar issues and, and such. So it's all that compatibility, you always got to upgrade one thing, then you got to upgrade everything else. Yeah. I was pissed. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to stay away from that. No more updates, man. No, no more updates. No kidding. Um, What's next for you? What's on the go? You got anything planned? Any, Right now is getting that that Marquez videography like full length mm. done. Like that's, like that's like I, it's got to get done. Uh, um, like I started writing that in 2018, and then like, and then we finished the instrumentals completely back in 2021. Um, so I'm hoping to get back, uh, uh on that, and then, uh, what's next? I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but. That that was the good thing about the the solo record. It came out at that because there was the time frame. Like even when I had the when I get the album done, I'm like, what the hell should I be working on next? Because you know, like there wasn't like local shows weren't a thing at the time, and you know, it's like you know when you have like people like you need form a new group. You have, you need people that are dedicated like for that the time and energy to to write and. And, you know, yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm always like, I'm always going to be writing like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I might be able to link you up with uh, another writer if you're looking for somebody to collab with. Yeah, I'm Super down. Super talented guy. Yeah. He does I'm, everything from his crib. Nice. Yeah, I'm down for sure. Yeah, I'm down to work with various other people. Like try to... uh do something different, even if I'm like just like behind the camera or like behind the the laptop and all that, and help write for them, like for their projects. I'm always down to work with other writers. Right on, right on. Um, videography. What's kind of the direction for for that? Do you think? Um, if I if I do start as like a business again, I might do a rebrand mm -hmm. uh, because I like. I ha I have like this goal like set of like if I set where like I can like have an, a different like office space like I mean like working from home is nice but like having a like a, a different set direction where I can have you know backdrops and I have you know other photographers and videographers come in and like if they want to do like headshots and such for like other clients they can rent the space out right and such you know like kind of make it more of a group effort yeah so so yeah that's on the horizon for sure and i and i've but yeah i've also debated either this year or next year to do a small trip to nashville i know like 
almost every musician that I know is like, it's like you got to go to Nashville. It's like, or not just it's like, but Tennessee as a whole, like that's like the whole like music heaven for people. Yeah. I've been meaning to go there. Like I wanted to go there for at least five years now. Yeah. That's where it's at. Especially if you like writing. Yeah, definitely. And like they, they all have the cool hotspots in there. Whereas as opposed to like, say like, LA or like New York, um, you got to know the right people and depending on the right project and all that, um, it kind of gets very small. And I, I actually, uh, th- mm-hmm. uh, actually there was a local musician, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but like she, um, but anyway, uh, she tried doing the Los Angeles thing and uh, it, it, it didn't, it didn't work for her and just moved back. But yeah, I don't know. I think it depends on the project, but no, more people are moving to Tennessee and like now, and then it's like, you know, I got to make the trip somehow. Especially when you got the raw talent, mm-hmm. like there's no, they don't care about the flashy shit. Yeah. It's like, if you got the, the skills, the chops, you know, you can do something. Yeah. They respect like, like all the genres, like, like there's so much, you know, activities or like, you know, events going on that they'll like, and that's kind of similar to what I did with the, these, one of these open mics, uh, in Toronto called, uh, it was at a studio called objects, um, O B J X. If you want to check out some of their stuff, but, um, no, I, I checked out one, uh, one of their events and they, and they had, um, a variety of performers from like hip hop and folk and spoken word. And like, I don't know. It just kind of reminded me like a mini Nashville in, in a sense. It was like, oh my God, they like, they accept all these genres where like, as opposed to like a few other open mics where I've just attended, it's mostly um, either college people or older people doing like coffee house, like cover songs and such, which is not bad at all. But like the fact that I like experienced something different right. and all that, I was like, I respect that much more. Yeah. There's levels to it for sure. For yeah. sure. You know, um you enjoy performing i do yeah um that that's like kind of the like doing that like those open mics kind of like regained my um my love for like live performing i think it's like it's one of the best things to do like when you're in a group um nonstop. but again when we were like got older and we each of us have our own like personal goals and such it had to focus on those first which like is not a not a problem but yeah no uh as far as like again like i don't know if i would i would see myself like performing like my solo stuff on my own i think it was just more of like a creative outlet for me but if the the timing is right and like 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 if i want to start performing again with like a group and like i'm i'm down for sure for sure for sure dope um inspirations anybody who you're really rocking with lately um lately uh a lot of the uh the influence uh for this record like i was listening to a lot of wage war uh spirit box north lane um and some of the earlier inspirations that i um that i liked when like for like more of the melodic stuff like billy talent and no, Alexis on fire. Um, um, 
one record that I kind of, uh, that kind of like, kind of gave me an influence as far as like, like the emotional side of things was, uh, was a record called Secret Path by Gord Downey. And that was like, I heard it before, but then having to go back and like, like go back and hear the story of this like little kid, um, like escaping this residential school and like, he just wanted to get home. And unfortunately, like, that it's a sad ending but like the fact that he wrote an album based on that story it was like getting the emotions out of there was like that that he was dealing with like like from that story so that was like a an, an influence for like like just from the emotional side of things for sure wow um shit anything else that we want to chop it up about uh, I don't know your your projects and such like like I've like I like I've been like no way add, added to my own personal playlist and jam that nonstop. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just uh, getting back into writing new music. Um, I'm doing. I'm dialing back on the beats and I'm focusing more on just uh, working exclusively with certain artists as opposed to like running a beat stars page and trying to sell beats yeah leases and stuff like that mm -hmm. i, I want to do customizations not so much custom beats but hey if you want this beat this beats for you mm -hmm. not for anybody else it's a different game mm -hmm. it's a slower game potentially but um to me it it's more fulfilling yeah it has a little bit more um personal mm -hmm. value I'm a little selfish with it now, but hey, some things, you know, the vision's clear by making that decision. Um, working on the website, just kind of um, tweaking it a little bit. Um, probably going into more of like a funnel to just kind of, it's more of a relationships thing. It's not so much uh, how many artists anymore. It's more so like the who. Yeah um developing more relationships more meaningful relationships long-term relationships and then now is getting into more focusing on community building um just engaging the younger people i'm getting older so um yeah i want to stay in touch with like who's coming up next who's doing their thing yeah for sure so um and then back to like building the community more events yeah whether it's networking events um just like open mics um open ox yeah you know just come plug something in that you you already recorded or something uh kind of do some networking like that or uh have producer meetups where you know play some beats get like some round tables and such yeah. yeah or um do something where you bring the producers and the artists together yeah they're always looking for it and i always believe that we have enough talent in the city tri-city surrounding areas that like you don't have to look too far some things you know it's just easier to find online but um there's so much talent here that i i really um i'm really proud to you know, if I if there's anything that I need to work with, any sound, any style, I feel like I can find somebody in close proximity 
make that happen. Um, I think that we just got to raise the awareness or the, um, the exposure yeah, kind of, kind of centralize it a little bit too. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like when you're like working with like new clients, like not like nonstop or like, like they have like, okay, they're going for like a specific sound and like the producer wants to like kind of add like their own, like their own techniques and such. And and sometimes it works and might, and it might not, but, um, yeah, that's a, like, it's a, it's a shitty process, you know, like kind of like, you know, the artist wants what they want, but they, and then some of them don't like, aren't open for new suggestions, but Hey, that's, you know, that's like, you got to work with like what we can. And I try to like, like mix it up and then try to make your song like, like, like even better than what you anticipated. That's the goal all the time, all the time. So I think part of it is even doing this podcast, you know, I, I know so many different types of people, creative people, entrepreneurs and such that just kind of building up the podcast Mm-hmm. It, it'll build community organically yeah, definitely so more of that um i'm really looking to get some more video work going content creation is a big goal for me this year yeah. um in terms of visuals i think it's really uh something that i'm struggling with and something that i'm missing out on huge by not having yeah. uh video content out there regularly consistently yeah so uh that's kind of that's kind of the plan for this year of course you know working in the business but i'm really trying to work on the business yeah um because in order to kind of do everything that we want to do it's kind of got to put some systems in order and make sure that things are flowing smoothly so that i can be doing being present in every situation yeah, like it, that that is a struggle for like myself as well. Like you, you have to keep that consistency going. Where I had to, like back in like back like years ago, I ha- I would try and put out a different type of video, like like once a month or like twice a month, and like it burns you out. And then you know, and if you like, uh, like say if you're off for like a couple months, or like like depending on the content, like like the engagement kind of like goes down a little bit and you know yeah i don't know how some people do it like um like they can like you look at someone like bo burnham for example like uh he was like gone for two years and like like because he was or uh well he stopped touring stand-up in 2015 and he went um because of he was dealing with like panic attacks like on stage and then like and then during that break he was uh he was focusing more on acting uh he wrote and directed this awesome movie eighth grade um and then like 2021 comes around and he drops this like that uh, this this netflix special um like um that he did by himself no audience or crew he just did it at his home studio and like everybody's like all about it and like 
like everyone was tweeting him nonstop. It was like put these songs on Spotify and all. No, like 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 he got that like like reception like much harder did I like than like anything he's ever like done. Do I think it's like my my favorite special that he's done? Probably not, but like I give the guy like massive massive props just because he's like you know he is like very very specific with like like that's why i i, I kind of like look up to him as like a you know a professional inspiration for like anything entertainment wise just because he's um you know i love the way his jokes are written and some of the music that he writes um um i don't know dude uh, if he does the mm, the, once he's ready to do the whole touring thing again, like they got him all up for it. But yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been focusing more on the sidelines of working with like other comedians nice. and such. With their special, he just he he directed Gerard Carmichael's last special on HBO, and um, he's worked with Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how like that guy was like. It was also he's a YouTube. Like he started on YouTube. I didn't know that. I thought he was I first heard of him through like stand up and like and the touring yeah. circuit doing yeah. comedy clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? You a big comedy fan? Uh some of them. I like it depends on like um I th- I guess like their writing style and I guess and certain types of humor. Yeah. Like like I love like the dark humor and I guess and the roasts, the like those comedy central roasts that oh, they yeah. would usually do and like like those were some of my favorite jokes. Like to be honest, like Greg Giraldo and like uh, Jeff Ross and like. Did you watch that Bob Saget tribute? Uh, n- was Jeff there a Bob- Ross and uh, that guy that he does a lot of those? I have not. I have. I. I it's have to good. S- okay. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they roast him, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all in it's all in good taste, good fun. Oh yeah, as tasteful sure. as they can be, you know. The, oh yeah, for they sure. They get pretty. Uh, pretty sick with it <laughs> yeah yeah i remember even the the original bob saget rose too and they like mm-hmm. they, they, they threw throw shade at like the the olsen twins like non-stop and yeah you like uh like theo vaughn oh yeah theo, uh, i've checked out some of his stuff like um um i don't know too much of him to uh too much of his stuff to be a fan but i, I have checked out of his things as well as like tom segura and like Bert kreischer yeah. yeah both those guys um my homie recently put me on to kill tony it's like a online comedy series mm-hmm. um william montgomery okay he's a different animal <laughs> i'm trying to get into it it's maybe it's just because i don't know certain jokes he's on there on like a weekly basis um and he, I don't know, I think he's like, uh, he used to be a drug addict, just like hopped up on whatever, just going up and ripping comedy and shit. Uh, I think he's dialed it back recently, but I'm still trying to get into his style of comedy. Mm-hmm. But my homie's telling me he's going to blow up. And uh, a lot of times he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That that's scary. How like some comedians are, are are like that. You like you take someone like Sam Kinison. They all he does is just yell at people, and <laughs> and, and like and that and that like what 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 works for some people and th- people think it's funny. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Again, I guess I guess it depends on like 
the writing style and such and like and like and people will take it even like they honestly i would like prefer like some of their comedians stand up more than like if they were in in movies right <laughs> right totally totally that makes sense some try and go in there and uh it's not as funny yeah i saw i think bill burr in a couple of movies he can be funny at times yeah his stand-up's amazing though oh yeah definitely for sure and even like when he was in like the mandalorian it just looked like bill burr in space (laughs) 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 that's what i got from it when i (laughs) i didn't see that but there's no way i could take that serious (laughs) not a chance yeah you a big uh movie guy uh not really like like i'm more of those like i'll I don't know. Some of the movies are like kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah. Especially like it's hard to get into new stuff to get into because it's like it's either been yeah, been done before. So like I'm like I I constantly I'll just go back to the same shows that I that I've watched for years. Like Seinfeld like Seinfeld was a big one for me. And um Mm -hmm. uh I was like Fresh Prince back in the day um third rock from the sun and uh Classic. uh what was another one i like the the born series like the jason born stuff um you got like a favorite actor or... um not not per se like robin williams was like like a big one for both like when i was younger yeah like cuz he can do he can do it all right <laughs> um um i've always said jennifer lawrence was like 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 a big one like just for like like but she like such like good i although she like in her interviews like she could like tone it down a bit like it's like <laughs> like she always says i'm like oh yeah i'm normal i just hang out and like bro like you won an Oscar and you're wearing a four hundred thousand dollar dress. I'm like, <laughs> it's off top, different <laughs> yeah. right yeah. away. Yeah, I was like, oh no, I eat pizza. Not- <laughs> I just watched uh, this movie, I think from the late seventies. Robert De Niro, The King of Comedy. Okay, it's hilarious, just because he's got like this kind of like over optimistic delusion that he's gonna be like the next big thing. Mm-hmm. and uh he he just kind of he kind of just goes off the rails and just like he f- finds this opportunity to kind of uh get close to an already big comedian yeah kind of uses it and he, if you get a chance watch it he like kidnaps Definitely. a guy and shit <laughs> and yeah it's good it's good i didn't spoil it or anything no no but i'm 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 a big Robert De Niro fan, yeah. and I like to see uh, actors do things that are a little bit out of what you're used to. Yeah, for sure. Kind of see them in a different light or see them in a different skill set. Um, all acting at the end of the day, but just he killed that role because it wasn't it wasn't the usual Robert De Niro. So mm-hmm. super dope, super dope. Yeah, even like, like even like. Mo- watching an older movie like in older movies in general like is like i don't know like i'm not like a horror thriller fan per se but like you take something like night of the living dead from like the 50s like 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 it it's just funny to me because like of the graphics at the time and and the 
and the the kind of style, like the jump cuts and all that. <laughs> and then you take something like a Quiet Place or a Bird Box, where it's like like okay, dial it down a bit with the graphics and right, yeah. right, yeah. They they used the tricks back then. <laughs> yeah, looking back, I'm like, oh, I try and watch an older movie. Some of them, I'm going back and I'm watching some older movies that I never before my time really. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying a lot of them. And then I'm watching some of the movies that we watched, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. And I'm like, Ooh, the graphics were <laughs> real rough in this one. Like the mummy, like that was a big, oh, yeah. big movie. Mm-hmm. But going back, I'm like, tough watch. Brendan Fraser, tough watch. Yeah. Not a fan, but <laughs> yeah. 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 That new movie here, though, I did see that one. It was like, he's in a uh, new movie. Yeah, it was called the uh, the whale. Okay. Um, I I think it was based off either a book or a play. Um, but yeah, it's like it, like he's in this like like he plays this really obese um like guy that like um trying to make amends with his daughter and like like um um. It's a very sad movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like I went with my parents because my mom wanted to see it. Okay. And yeah, no, it's it's a, it has a sad moments too. But like, so he plays a serious role. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, like they're considering him for like Oscar nominations. Like, like I think that's... he would execute a serious role way better than the comedy. Yeah, I can see that for sure. For sure. Well, good luck to the man. Yeah, that's well, dope. Yeah, we'll see shit yeah video editing's a whole nother animal it's something that i always consider doing but of course like i'm only one person yep you know i'm still djing still producing recording mixing mastering yeah honestly i prefer editing over filming any day nonstop. because like with the like the filming and like fun itself like is but the whole like setup and all that and like having to set up the lighting and set up um you know the shots that you want and all that whereas like like that's tough but like well once you get into that editing suite that's where you get to add your creative flow and such and like um yeah so like i'm learning these new techniques like every day like try to get better with color correction and like different transitions that kind of like flow um depending on the project and such and so like like I like to experiment with that more as opposed to like the filming side of things. Yeah, that's fascinating because I've heard, you know, different different artists like different things. Mm-hmm. Um, some like to shoot more than edit, or vice versa. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can if I could sit. To, I could probably sit there and edit a video, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I. I've been patient with the audio editing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now thinking about it, audio and visual in one, because when you're doing video, you're, you're doing both. Yeah. You know, but uh, if if you got the patience, man, God bless you. Cause... Yeah, we got to have to because that, that that's like, like it's going to take the time where there's like, depending on, I don't like, I've learned to be more, patient with my stuff because i don't want to like you know like 
put out something that kind of sounds forced or sound like, mm-hmm. you know, rushed and all that. Cause it's like, it's not going to like, it's not going to look good and like, like and all that. And, and people can kind of sense that. Absolutely. Um, I don't know where I'm trying to go with that, but yeah, no, it, it yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Cause I think about just like transitions or cuts, you know, sometimes the audio is still playing from the clip before, even though the next clips change. Oh yeah. You know, just the fundamentals. And I'm like, I got the patience for the video or sorry, the audio, but, uh, both, I don't know, might mm-hmm. be wearing thin, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to do now is just kind of capture as much video as possible. And then just send it to an editor, man, at this point. Like, I can probably get a lot of the filming done on site for what I want to accomplish. Always nice to have a dedicated shooter. Yeah. At least somebody to hold the camera. (laughs) I got the tripod, so at least I can move the camera around. Just have it stationary in some different angles. But other than that, like, nah, I'm I'm sending that out. Yeah, I'm going to send that out for sure, for sure. Yeah, at least you got like a couple people like in your circle that at least that is like that can like always help you out, like depending on the projects and such. Like you always have those like those dedicated like creators that like want uh, that like that kind of understand your vision and like and that okay, like let let me see what what we can make it work. And then like it'll blow your mind of like what like right that then what you anticipated in the in the first place major key yeah. uh that team building and that uh communication man i think communicating and setting out those expectations beforehand so important so important yeah that was harder of like when you get like when you try to find new clients as well like that was my struggle in the beginning like uh for like like doing the video thing like some like i'll find a local band that's really nice. They're either they either already have a videographer or they don't have the budget or they just don't have music prepared. Right. Yeah, it's tough. At that point, it's just kind of like a numbers game. You know, you got to find a thousand people for to get like 10 projects. Yeah. So it goes. Um any promo plugs? Anything you want to let the people know? Anything you want to just like get into? Not much. I mean, uh, you can uh, find um, uh, just go to marquezvideography.com. That's like uh, that's where you can um, you can find all the uh, the links to all of my uh, um, social media sites, where it's YouTube or Twitter or like um, trying to get into the TikTok thing, which is like which is some people. Oh no, like, like I have the the app, but I'm like, honestly, I don't use it much other than just to post my shit. Um, but it's like, it's crazy because like, like, like I've been like, like dialing down from the, the socials just cause it's like, like, you know, it's been very toxic for a lot of people and of whether it's like world events and politics and like, you know, like, I don't want to see any of that. I'm like, and they're like, that it drains you it drains those people around that's not like what i I like to see but like you know like it's still great to like stay in contact with people like you know and like check on what they're doing and such but 
but yeah, no, the, um, yeah, marcusvideography.com if you want to like, like check out all the, uh, all the stuff and, and, uh, whatever I'm up to next, I'll try, I'll keep updated. Amazing. Um, speaking of socials, is there any that you're kind of like shifting your energy or your attention towards now? If, if you're like dialing it back or you probably drop into one or two and going more in on one i would like to get more back onto the youtube yeah. side of things yeah um and i would like to as mentioned i would like to get back to like live streaming and such and like kind of want to experiment with that especially like getting like new gear and all that and i kind of want to play around with that mm-hmm. um but yeah uh yeah I think YouTube would be fine. Just search my name, Phil Marquez, or M A R Q U E S. Um, yeah, I've said yeah. Th- like I'm trying to uh, get back into definitely get back into like more like like creative side of things and like just put it out and keep it keep people entertained. Spotify also has. They're getting more into video now. Oh really? Yeah. I knew so- of the the. I knew I'd like the, the Joe Rogan thing, but like, I, I, Oh, like the, I, think I have you seen distribute the, your music video through distro kid now. Oh yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would lead to say like a Spotify video. Okay. Cause I have seen it. I have seen it when I turn on like a podcast and they got video, it'll go right to the video version. Oh, nice. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. I, I I've seen those, those two actually, now that you brought it up, the, the canvas, you're talking to, um, where you just post like a, a six second clip of like preview of like, of while the song is playing, uh, you oh, have, the, uh, okay. Okay. So that like, if you, different. um, like if you had like, um, if you add the, if you go to your Spotify, like artist page, you can upload like, um, like a, a clip of the video alone, like say like a music video or like a artwork visualizer. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So when they search you up, it's kind of playing in the yeah. back. Yeah. 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 Ooh. I've seen that. But uh, yeah, that's, right. that's cool though. That, that Spotify is getting more into the visual, like more of the visual side of things. Yeah. They're starting to lead the way on that. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on LinkedIn? I I haven't used it since college. Yeah. I think I might get back into it, especially for more of the um like the the business side of things. Oh when yeah. It comes to uh so like DJing. Eventually I'm gonna start offering podcast services. And I think that's the place where I'll get the most uh engagement yeah. for for the podcast. Cause you know, some people want to create their own. And I think it would be nice to have like four or five consistently running podcasts from out of the studio and take care of the full production. Yeah. That would be pretty tight. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like so many people are getting more into like the podcast. It's just kind of like a tougher market to kind of like Mm -hmm. get the, you know, you can only, of course, anybody can, you know, like just have a microphone and just like like talk like what we're like what we're doing but like you know like you know some people like like if they do like brand deals and such you know the advertisers don't really get to see the analytics in real time depending on uh the platform but yeah no it's like like that that's a nice 
another outlet to like to do for sure definitely i remember you like you were like telling me about yours like well like the last session that we did yeah um and how you were you were getting uh, into that that sort of thing and i'm like glad that that's taken off thanks man uh trying to be a lot more consistent this year we dropped a lot of episodes i think last year but trying to go all in this year really boost it up um be more consistent for sure mm-hmm. hopefully the video for this works and uh and we can have that process going so <laughs> for sure. yeah fingers crossed yeah. for sure for sure um yeah man should we wrap it up yeah i'm down i right. think that was a good combo i would say so how yeah. long has it been since we last linked up um when we probably, did the project yeah. together for the first for that song yeah yeah the i think it was the second single uh yeah it was the second uh, yeah that was yeah that was at the old space yeah i was long Say overdue like two years ago yeah something like that i was like long long overdue for both an episode and checking out the new space and i've been so so slammed and i apologize for that hey, but no don't be man yeah. the last year we were upstairs it wasn't anything uh to to write home about for sure so now we're in a space where i feel like we're we're more situated um Hopefully we can be here for a long time. So, man, thank you for being our first guest of 2023, dude. Dude, thanks for having me. <laughs> Pleasure's all mine. Yeah, thank you. Anything else you want to say before we take off? Not much. Um, uh, check out the music if you haven't already. It, um, the CDs are available. I'll see if I can get like um, new merch sorted and all that. And um, yeah. Dope. I'll see if I have new music on the uh, uh, along the horizon. But um, yeah, that's that's what you can expect right now. And let it's, uh, yeah. Letting, let that one breathe and have it sure. light. In the meantime. Yeah. Home away from home. Got the deluxe version on here. Got the, uh, additional track here and two demos as well. So make sure you check those out. Filmmarquez.com, filmmarquez.bigcartel.com. And we out. Woo. Peace.